Do you want to do the uh, intro, Lindsay? No. <laughs> I was making a key sound because your clunk didn't register on me. All right. Well, that's our intro. I'm Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lindsay. Let's talk about episode 33. Kikio captured by Naraku. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Captured or went willingly with him. Well, at least this title wasn't a spoiler because it was pretty obvious she was captured by Naraku at the end of the last episode. I guess that's true. It's a spoiler if you look ahead, which looking ahead from here, there are more spoilers of things happening. These titles are just so apt <laughs> in the description of the episode. Yes, they are. <laughs> suppose that's okay, though. Yeah. Uh, Naraku and his new sexy ghost body. It's not a ghost body. It's a demon body. The sexy new demon body uh, has Kikio captured in a giant uh, barrier. In another phantom castle. He must have a lot of them. Yeah. Or it's the same one that he keeps transporting over and over again. It's pretty sure that, that other one blew away, uh, though, didn't I, it? <laughs> it's like his pelts, then. He just has a closet full of <laughs> pelts and ghost castles. Yeah, it's not his real castle with all of his subjects. Yeah, his powers are baffling. Yeah. It's kind of whatever he needs at the moment he needs it, I feel like. <laughs> it's almost like he's convenient for the plot. Uh, even though later Kikio's like, you're nothing. I could beat anything you throw at me. Why don't you call me when you <laughs> need me for something? Well, Kikio's like super cool. So. This is like an episode where they... They showcase just how angry and tired, and, and now she finally has a plan. Well, now she knows that... Well, maybe, maybe we're not there yet. Well, okay. she, she might know at this point. I think she does, but I think she's just playing it close to the vest. Yeah, she might not have known last episode, but this whole thing of demons entering his body was like, hmm... I feel like she did. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty smart. She is very... She had a plan. She had a plan from the moment she uh, shot that arrow. From the moment she, she accidentally killed that monk by putting a dragon claw <laughs> in his throat. <laughs> she might not have had a plan then. And dooming that <laughs> village of small children to any sort of demon attack or flood. <laughs> that little girl brought it on herself. <laughs> it's all her fault. <laughs> Should have just stayed in bed. <laughs> Wandering the streets at night. Kikyo could <laughs> cure cancer, and I would still bring that up. <laughs> yeah, but remember when she killed that guy accidentally? He killed himself accidentally. Nah, that would not hold up in a court of law. That's okay, because she's getting punished in this ghost castle where she can't move because he's preventing all of the 
the souls of tragic women from entering. Yeah. Is it... Do you think she's still, like, picking and choosing her souls? Or is she less picky and just... She doesn't care what the soul is. It could be anybody's soul. I think they all have to be tragic princesses or whatever. Tragic yeah. women. Tragic women. There's just so many of them. I think... It doesn't... Oh, uh, Moroku say that later? It's like, wow, there are so many. But it, oh, yeah, but that was... That was a trick. Oh, that was a trick. You're right. <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> Good call. I forgot they were bees. Because <laughs> I, I guess I was like trying to get ahead of the episode that there's a lot of tragic women in feudal Japan, so no shortage of them. She can just... You know, life was cheap back then. <laughs> Sometimes you got to kill a woman to feel better, so... I don't know. It's just... That's just a lot of souls. <laughs> I suppose so. Maybe they're not all human. Maybe they're tragic frogs. <laughs> I don't know. I think she does pick and choose. She doesn't just take any soul. Okay. But... They, they have a short little recap where Naraku is wondering why the hell you would help me do this. Because mm-hmm. if she wanted to stop Inuyasha from getting absorbed all she had to do is shoot the arrow at the demon mm-hmm. which would have killed the demon and broke the spell yep but she chose to only break the spell and give naraku his body mm-hmm. which is the behavior of somebody who uh, maybe on his side <laughs> might think that <laughs> but kikyo Based on this episode <laughs> yeah yeah it's really uh is not helping your case <laughs> I felt so betrayed. <laughs> Kikyo, what are you doing? Did you like her that much even when you I first did. watched it? I did. I always liked her. And I was kind of, this did make me very disappointed in her. And then for a little while, I was, you know, Team Kagome. But then I did see an episode where I went, whoa, okay. How far away is that one? Uh, I want to say it might be quite far away. Oh it was, um, it was like a special. Oh. Okay. And it was like it was labeled special, and it was like a two-part special. Hmm. And I don't think it was given an episode number. Oh. But I'm not sure. <laughs> that might have just been the the old set of episodes I had. Interesting. And so I I haven't actually watched all of my DVD collection in the box set, so I don't know if it'll be added in there or not. I'll have to track that down and look it up. Yeah, I want to... S- it was all about um, Kikyo and Inuyasha. Ooh, like a flashback kind of thing? Yeah. Huh. Like more detail. Of, I mean, I know they've gone into how they met, but right. it was even more... We see it in real time, kind of. Them growing closer, maybe going on one adventure together on that boat. That just before he, she trips. And... <laughs> there are like parts of that in the, but it's like they add more to it. Like you see more that you didn't see before. Hmm. Okay. Like what she was doing when her back was turned and Naraku Inuyasha was running through the grass towards her. She was doing something. <gasps> but you just see her attacked and you see the jewel fall out. But. Uh, she's, 
But you have to wait like a hundred episodes. <laughs> pulling out Kaede's eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that might be in the special too. Oh, we find out how that happens. I think that might be in the special. I think it's all part of that story. Oh, fascinating. Kikyo, maintaining her badassness, calls him Onigumo. And he has a flash of nostalgia. They talk of old times. He talks about Onigumo as if he's not Onigumo anymore. Yeah. Which I thought was really weird. He's He's, done that a few times, I think, where he's he's a new thing now. And I think at the end of the episode, we realize he doesn't consider Onigumo a part of him any longer when... He's got to keep track, too, of... I'm sure he has, like, millions of little puppets going out, so... I mean, this guy, he's he's a hard worker. No <laughs> one's saying he's a lazy a half-demon. Oh, I mean, a possible demon. Another revelation yeah, at the end. kind of Voldemort-ish, you know? Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to acknowledge that half-human part. Yeah, all great villains have a weakness that they like to keep secret. The, or in the case of Tim Curry in Legend, he tells everybody who's around him that sunlight is his destroyer, so be sure not to let any sunlight in here. Naraku decides to let a soul in, which he then destroys, and he flicks a jewel shard into it. Yeah, he destroys her little soul carrier. Yeah. But yeah, just the soul stays there hovering. Yeah, doesn't care who that person was. Just like, Phew. here you go, now. Turns it all red. And he really underestimates her because he gives her a lowly assassin's duty. That he could have just sent Sango's brother out to do the same thing. I, Kill Kagome. Yeah, I think he overestimated himself and his abilities, thinking that I can control everyone else with jewel shards. This is going to be no different. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, Urasue wanting a Kikyo as a weapon, mm-hmm. I think. Naraku yep. was like, hey, yeah. Priestess has a weapon. Good idea. If I could control her, she would be a great asset. But we cut to our lovely gang, who we still need to think of a gang name for. Our gang is uh, at a riverside, and Sango, Moroku, and Shippo are like, those two are acting weird. I wonder why. And that's Inuyasha and Kagome, uh, before an argument can even get started. It's like, well, we gotta go get uh, Naraku. Kikyo's in trouble. I'll go myself. And Moroku puts his foot on his head. (laughs) Maybe that's why Moroku can run really fast. Because he has powerful feet. Because this knocks Inuyasha down for a good 30 (laughs) seconds. Yeah, he was running very fast. He was keeping up with Inuyasha and Kilala just fine. It's his monk training. I think he just trains in the same uh, garden that Ranma did on the little bamboo things jumping around. Do I have that right? Did that happen? Maybe. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, they they all dogpile on him for wanting to do it alone because, hey, we're a team, buddy. He's got to learn this every episode that friendship's really powerful. And they did have to remind him that they all have a stake in Naraku's fate as well. Yeah. It's not just Inuyasha's problem. Yeah, Moroku's like, that bastard put this wind tunnel in me. I'm going to make him pay. That would be a really satisfying ending if that's where the show was going, but they all have their shot, but Moroku gets the final one, just puts it up to Naraku's face, and then 
does the Bacano move of sucking him into his own body. I wonder if that would kill him? Would that cure the curse, or would, like, Naraku just be floating around in a void and... Well, we haven't seen what's inside of that wind tunnel yet. Maybe we see it later. Yeah. Are they dead, or are they just, like, removed from this plane of existence? They have to go somewhere. And maybe it's like he doesn't have to eat. It's all just converted into energy. That Maybe that's why he can run so fast. <laughs> Ew. No. But as uh, they all dogpile on this guy, and he's just like, all right, fine. <laughs> oh my god! Oh Jesus Christ! Sorry, Yasha. <laughs> yeah, he has it coming. But then there a just then moment, which happens a lot in this show, a cloud of soul carriers, quote unquote, is flying by. Whole fleet of them. And that's really handy if you're looking for Narakus. Like, just follow those. Kikyo's probably there. I thought. Before it was revealed. <laughs> That's in a couple of moments, because first we get uh, Kagome riding on the back of Kilala. And Sangha's like, Don't you usually uh, piggyback? <laughs> Inuyasha. It's like, oh, I want to give him his space. And then, why am I acting this way? Am I his girlfriend? I'm not. Oh. <laughs> and they yeah. just watch her face change, <laughs> slowly turn away. Sango and Shippo are just like, what's with her? Okay, crazy lady. Oh, no. <laughs> well, Shippo is usually kind of keen about that sort of thing. Well, he, he'll just blurt out, oh, she's thinking of Inuyasha. <laughs> <laughs> and Moroku's keeping up. And then Sango gets the idea of, hmm, and leaps into the air and slices one. And they're the bees! <laughs> and she tries to warn everyone, it's a trap! But they all disappear into this weird uh, foggy portal thing. Which is another baffling power that Naraku apparently has. Yeah, oh, he called it like a spell. Illusionary oh, yeah. death. Illusionary death, which... Sounds promising. <laughs> it's a uh, face-your-worst-fears kind of cliche that they all have to get through. Yeah. Sure, every episode of every single show does this. Evangelion did it a lot. <laughs> There's the best episode of the show where Shinji has to face all of his fears. He gets sucked into the, the Sea of Durak with the, the Shadow Angel. You Is remember? that the last two episodes? No, that's <laughs> with everybody. And the Human Instrumentality Project gets kicked in. But this one's like it's like a ball that's floating over Tokyo. And they shoot at it. But then it disappears because it turns out that's its real shadow, and it's like a pool of oh, black. That sounds familiar. And he like gets sucked into it, and they don't know how to get him out. Fantastic episode. That sounds familiar. Hmm. Yep, yep. I gotta watch that recap. <laughs> you really gotta watch Death and Rebirth of your favorite anime. Oh, I really blocked. Boy, that it made me so mad. I blocked out so much of it. <laughs> Yeah, let's see here. Okay, so the the gang disappears into the fog, and the first one we see, of course, Inuyasha's greatest fear is the village that he burned to the ground. He has a sacred jewel, and Kikyo shoots him with an arrow. And Inuyasha doesn't quite know what's going on, but he doesn't seem all that scared. He's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. Because I think Christ. he did realize this is the past. Yes, this is uh, 50 years ago? 100? Uh, 50. 50. It's 50. Yeah, uh, Moroku, his greatest fear, of course, is 
getting sucked into his wind tunnel. Sango's greatest fear is uh, Kohaku murdering everybody and her being unable to stop him. That's it. Yeah, those two are really valid fears. <laughs> and Shippo's greatest fear is everyone leaving him because he's irritating. <laughs> also pretty valid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, that was sad when he was, like, all alone because he has nobody. His parents are dead. Yeah. Even I kind of was like, oh, I don't think I quite hated Shippo at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's about all he does, though. He's just waiting to get rescued by Moroku later. Yeah, you don't even see him rescued. Mm-mm. Maybe they left him there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get him after we get Kagome. <laughs> let's uh, let's see if he learns anything while he's down there. I just don't remember even... I remember him and Sango. All right, so Naraku, uh, he loves how well this spell is working on everybody except for Kagome. Because she just frantically bats all of the vines away with her yeah, bow. Yeah, is it that she can see them? With her priestess powers, is it that her she doesn't have, like, a greatest fear? No, she does, we find out later, but hmm. I think it's her latent priestess powers that she's just really powerful and doesn't know it, so they just look like vines to her. Because, yeah, everyone else got tangled up, like, really no easy. time. With Naraku, whatever he can do, that's his new power, and Kagome is the same way, I think, that she has that chosen one kind of ability that oh it's it unaffects her when the plot requires it so she's walking around and comes across uh our girl oh yeah wait wait yeah there's a scene here i'm sorry um she's with naraku first yes and naraku's like oh she's not affected why don't you go kill her and kikyo <laughs> goes Karate chops that head off. It destroys another pelt, and I've lost count. It's like we're down to ten or something now. Oh, he's still rocking the pelts. Yeah, he loves that pelt. They're good, real good. But only for his puppets, it seems. No, well, good. I guess last episode he was wearing. Yeah, sometimes it's himself. He just he has one move and he just does it. So it breaks his little puppet. Yeah, and the pa- yeah the paper doll. We decided it was paper, right? Because they said it was or something. Oh, I thought we decided it was wood. It looks like wood. Tied around it. And Moroku said it was paper. Whatever. Uh, maybe he meant it could be made into paper because it's wood. Or maybe it's rolled up paper <laughs> that is then stained in tea <laughs> to look like. <laughs> Write us in, folks. Tell us what it's supposed to be. So now so, he can't see anything either. And he's. Mad. He's incredibly angry. How <laughs> dare she? Uh, uh, so then uh, Kikio decides to just do this shit on her own. Go down and meet that Kagome. Kagome rushes up. I say, like, oh, Kikio, we were so worried about you. As Kikio picks up a bow and arrow. <laughs> and fires right at Kagome's face. Creating a giant... He scratches her. Yeah. Always... She has a good shot. <laughs> She is a good shot. So, okay. The dub makes it pretty clear, I think too clear, on the motivations of everybody. The subtitles are a little more nuanced and not as clear of what Kikyo was trying to do. When she talks with Inuyasha later, in the subtitle version she says, What if I told you I was trying to kill her? Would you then kill me? Whereas in the dub said, I tried to kill her. Hmm. 
I think the subtitles are more accurate that she yes. was not trying to kill Kagome. That it she was, was just posing a hypothetical yeah. to Inuyasha. That this is part of her plan to just take the sacred jewel away from her because kind of a what would you do? <laughs> yeah, it's time to choose Inuyasha, me or her. It's gonna be a, um, a what you might call it a um, ultimatum. She's just right up front with that ultimatum. She's not going to let him try both for a bit. And he's like, her or me? <laughs> okay, I'm leaving. If you can't decide. It's it's hard to uh, see what all of her motivations are. But I think what's animating her is she's... That talk with Kaede is kind of reinvigorated her priestess powers and her um, desire to vanquish evil. So now that's driving everything behind her. And this romance with Inuyasha is just like, yeah, whatever. So uh, in her mind, she could probably handle the sacred jewels a little better than these weirdos. And she has that plan up her sleeve with Naraku. Now you have future information, I'm sure. Because <laughs> I've seen those series yes. before. Well, sometimes it's like uh, I'm talking and then it's like, oh, I'm going to be proven wrong four episodes from now <laughs> about what's going on here. So she takes that jewel away from Kagome and she says a couple of choice words here. I don't know if I wrote them down. Let me look. Oh, yeah. Kagome falls into that pit yeah. created by the arrow and then it's a soul carrier. And so lifts like, her up with the soul carriers and takes that jewel. Save her. <laughs> and then drops her back down to the pit with the vines. Yeah. So the concentration of all those vines are probably what finally overcame Kagome. And uh, we don't see her greatest fear at this point. Just, just that she's a bit shaken. Oh, wait. Did, we, did Inuyasha break his... I think this is what happens now. He's okay. getting further tortured with Kikyo dying in his arms. And uh, he's like, what? Someone else I'm supposed to protect? Who could that be? Kaede? No. I don't know why he's Keanu Reeves now. But it's Kagome. Boo, boo, boo. Dodoi. And the evil apparition, Kikyo, transforms into a vine creature. She's more important than me. That's how he breaks that spell with Tetsaiga. Yeah. So really, with Inuyasha's feelings for Kagome, that he's the only one to break out of the vines by himself. That's true. And he manages to save Moroku and then give the task of saving everyone else to Moroku. Well, he goes after Kagome. Yep. So, uh, I mean, that's he's he made his choice pretty much right there that he still has that strong guilt over Kikyo that being dragged down to hell with her maybe an okay ending as well uh yeah maybe he'd prefer to live who knows <laughs> he rushes to find kagome and finds her in that pit and gets her out of there he says, i was so worried about you i guess this is his <laughs> new voice that i do like do you hate eating no. what's going on <laughs> it's just that was a weird moment like, who else am i supposed to protect <laughs> who is it Nobunaga? <laughs> I mentioned him once an episode. I had to get that one in. <laughs> I don't hate Inuyasha. He's just, you know, kind of on Kikyo's side here. Choose. 
So Kikyo is still there, surprisingly, just waiting around. <laughs> like, who's going to save Kagome? That's where she taunts him with the, okay, maybe I tried to kill her. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, she shows him. Because I, I almost don't know if Kagome would have told him that Kikyo took the jewels. Because, I, mean, I mean, she does seem like she tries. I didn't think he knew, but he does see that she has the sacred... Yeah, he's like, that's okay. Kagome's jewel. And she's ah. like, yeah, I took it. See, I listened to the audio for the next episode, and it sounds like the most insane episode ever. It, like, part one off and part... Because it's like, oh, no, the sacred jewel's been stolen. I gotta get back to my own time to take a test. Can oh. I borrow yours? Sango, you'll do it? I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> that is the weirdest preview. Okay. That doesn't give away anything of what the episode's actually Good. about. Because I remember watching and thinking, oh, hey, Sean could watch that one. I have no idea what's going to happen next. Because <laughs> the brief glimpse that I saw was so random. Inuyasha looking mad at her. But I thought maybe that's when he found out that the sacred jewel was missing. But no. Yeah, I mean, no. He has to know Kikyo's not hiding it. She's yeah, like, look. Try to take it then. <laughs> see what happens. But she also says to him, that, what did you think while you were in that illusionary death? Who captured your heart. Yeah. But uh, she has to know that he was going through some shit with fake her as well in that demon realm, whatever it was. But he, he has to choose. He can't two-time, as Shippo said. <laughs> or maybe he could. I don't know. I think these two women could get along just fine. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know what Kiki's interested anymore. I don't think. It's... No, she's not. He had his chance to go down Yasha. to hell with her. Yeah, I think now she's just kind of like, we're not friends, and I'll make you miserable whenever I see you, but I won't try and kill you anymore. No, just don't get in my way. I got a plan. Bye, losers. And then she flies <laughs> away. And on her soul carrier. Yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> she says that. <laughs> I had a question about this. So Inuyasha can't get any answers from Kagome, and Kagome mumbles something like, "I don't want to snitch on her, or I don't want to." I think she says it feels like I'm snitching on her. Yeah, it would feel like I'm snitching on her. Uh, what part would be snitching on her? Yeah, because she totally showed. Which I think she didn't want to tell Inuyasha. Maybe she didn't, because she didn't tell him everything that happened. Mm -hmm. Just that she lost the jewel. Sorry. Kikyo obviously has them now. Mm -hmm. But what did, uh, what did Kikyo say to Kagome when she was all tied up in the vine? Was she kind of mean to her? Did she say something? We'll have to look it up uh, for next time, I think, because I can't really remember. Yeah, but I, I felt like that's what she didn't want to tell. Yeah, because I missed it on the, the dub watch as well. That was like, oh, I was supposed to pay attention to that. but. Yeah, I think she said something yeah. when she took the jewels. Because Inuyasha is like pressing for more details and Kagome is reluctant to give them. Yeah. Because she remembers what she saw when she was in the vines. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Moroku has everybody on his back. And oh, like, you guys not they look yet. tired. Yeah. <laughs> this was a... It looked like it had been a time. <laughs> and good thing, because uh, Kagome flashes back to what she saw. 
which was uh, Inuyasha and Kikyo given getting down with some smooching action. With the sunlight streaming through the <laughs> yeah. trees, and both of them looking very happy. Yep. Not just like the weird boat hug, but Life. like two people in love. Yeah. Oh. Was that an illusion, or was that something real? Yeah. A memory? I don't know. Like, that's all fine, but them being making out and then being dragged down to hell together is also kind of romantic, and she's already seen that, so this is just like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't know why she's so surprised, because it's... I mean, it's nothing new to her. She knew about this. Yeah. She just didn't want to see it. She doesn't want to confront it, I'm guessing. She's gotta, she has to know her own pain. If she, she knows got, her own pain, nothing can hurt her. She got some feelings she don't want to deal with. Nope. But you don't care because you ship Kikyo and Inuyasha. Because, as we know, hashtag, she was there first. <laughs> so Kikyo returns to Naraku, and telling him he's a worthless sorcerer. And she just hands over all the shards. So he just has them now. Yeah. <laughs> and reveals to us in the audience, uh, everybody, he is no demon. He is a half-demon. And he even seems surprised. He's like, half-demon? <laughs> How dare you? She's like, yeah. Whether you like it or not, Onigumo's blood runs through your veins. That's why he could pick up the Tetsaiga in that one episode. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my god. <laughs> and I think this is where they reveal the spider burn mark yeah, coming back. Yeah, as Kikyo leaves, he pulls his shirt off again, which nice little show for all the ladies and some of the guys. <laughs> he has a horrific burn mark in the shape of a spider on his back. No matter how many bodies they change, it's always here. Yep, he cannot get rid mm. of his human part, no matter how much demon he sucks up. <laughs> sucks up, that's a good... <laughs> and the a... demon bouillabaisse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so he needs to know his own pain as well. Everybody needs to... Well, no, Kiki is uh, fine. She knows everything about herself, I think. Yeah. Says so she's going back to her shrine. Is that in the village of Kaede? No, I think that was where she was when his troops brought him to brought her over to fix oh, I the gotcha. ailing prince. That all the soldiers was, were at? All yeah. Right. Okay. So pretty much she's like, I'm not running away. I'm not going to hide. I'm right back where you found me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like, send a messenger next time you need something. I don't know what she, he could need from her that's... But I guess we'll find out. And Kikyo uh, thinks of her plans to kill him once he has all the shards. It's a very bold plan because right now she's more powerful than him. Could probably kill him. But it's going to uh, two birds, one stone him. And just get rid of all of it. Of course, she's not considering how powerful he's going to be when he has all the shards. <laughs> very risky plan. It's a long game. Yep, it's the long con that will take, eh, give or take, 130 episodes to when we get through. <laughs> plus, four oh, plus the final, the final act. act. 
But as she says that, we get an awesome segue into the end theme. The song starts up before we get to it and then kicks in right at the right moment of Sashomaru Sama staring at a thing from the fifth element. Oh, what? <laughs> she says she's free to. Oh, right. Yes, we do have to talk about that. Free to love and free to hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She says free to hate and free to love. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't putting one over the other. I just couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's important to her, definitely, um, because love was what held her back when she was alive. There were stakes involved to everything, because she... Her priestess powers, as Naraku had mentioned before, weren't as strong, because she fell in love. Yeah. I think that's the desire of not only falling in love, but wanting to protect everything about her mortal being is probably also holding her back. But now that all her old life's gone... So now she has the will to kill this guy, and that's the only thing that's going to uh, be her goal for the rest of time, is just going after this dude. Yep, she doesn't have she doesn't have all those restraints on her now. Yep. And every once in a while we'll run into our gang of heroes and... Uh, Steal all the jewels they've collected <laughs> and hand them off to Naraku. And fly away. <laughs> Bye, credits. <laughs> She did it again. (laughs) When will we ever learn? (laughs) As they all shake their fists. (laughs) Yeah. I thought I had a new hashtag for this. Uh, I guess I didn't. How many shards now? I also lost count of that. Oh, I kind of lost count when they all like melted together. Yeah, but it's that plus one. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Which I'm sure are also it's also gonna be melded into But that one wasn't that the one that um Naraku put in the soul and gave to yes. Kikyo? Oh, I think we forgot to mention she purified it and Oh yeah. Plucked it out. Yeah, she said, this is this She was like, Really? <laughs> this is easy. I have no little boy to be controlled. But I thought they had um I thought they had collected a few shards since it all melted into like the half necklace for some reason i always imagine whenever they collect a new one that it just melds into the current one Mm. but that seems silly in this world of half demons and wind tunnels (laughs) that seems silly (laughs) that makes no sense but uh the next episode we're almost done with the the second disc we got one more left uh whatever the baffling next episode is going to be <laughs> and we'll do another reddit recap and then you had an idea for a bonus episode we'll probably do that uh, are we doing that today or did you not write no down we that? could i haven't looked up anything but we could. no i think one's good today because you need to eat you look like oh, yeah. you're dying <laughs> <laughs> i have to force my mom to watch the marvelous this is Maisel. i suppose we could have talked about this off mic instead of <laughs> while we're recording then we wouldn't have this awesome closing. Yeah. This is the part where I stall and try to think of a line to go out on. Uh, okay. Uh, Lindsay, how do you get down from an elephant? On the stairs? No, you get down from a duck. Huh? Down feathers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No? Okay, let me think of another one. Hold on. 
<laughs> you got to think of your Star Wars pilot name. Mine's Cat Kaboom. What's yours? Can't talk Cat Kaboom. <laughs> sure you can. <laughs> Mal. Mal Crinkle. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>